now, it's time for the Tim Donnelly Show on the talk of the New River Valley. 1017, 1035, and 1460 WRAD. Good morning, everybody. Tim Donnelly Show, bright and early on a Monday morning. And I'm going to start this show with the same start to the day after the Super Bowl every single day for the entirety of my life. This day, the Monday following the Super Bowl, should be a federal holiday, and there is no doubt about it. Everyone that stayed up late crushing nachos, wings, and every different kind of dip you can think of, maybe having a couple drinks, watching the game, is waking up today going, why do we have to go to work today? Either have it on a Saturday, which I would have been fine with, make it Super Bowl Saturday, and then Sunday we could all recuperate, or make Monday a national holiday. That's all that I mean, that's how we're gonna start the show because that is the most important thing to remember here today. I'm feeling pretty good. You didn't watch? I watched a little bit of it. I had to work. That's my point. <laughs> you should have been able to not worry about work. That is my point. I can tell you right now, I had in front of me on our coffee table, I had uh, two different kinds of salsas. I had a green salsa, I had a red salsa, had a, a cream cheese based dip, I had a sour cream onion dip. I had a guacamole. My wife made uh, made little pizza bites. But I had to refrain from from doing the, the, the drinking thing because I knew I had to be up at 3 o'clock this morning to, to get ready. And that's taking away from my happiness. I'm letting someone else rob me of my bliss. Wanted to kick back, enjoy a couple, watch the game, but I couldn't do that. You've got it so Pretty much as soon as man. Kendall Fuller snagged that interception, I was like, all right, time to go to bed, and I had to get to sleep. That's no way to live on Super Bowl Sunday. Before we dive any further into this, let's go ahead and jump into the uh, uh, the Gutch Covered segment. Obviously, Super Bowl is going to be a big part of any water cooler conversation, so we'll get you covered on that and so much more right now. No one has time to catch all the games. Don't worry. Tim will get you covered. And that's it, everybody. The season comes to a complete end, at least football season anyway, with the Super Bowl on Sunday. And as it is surely to be the biggest story around the water cooler today, let's get you caught up. The Kansas City Chiefs come back from another double-digit deficit to beat the San Francisco 49ers 31-20. Patrick Mahomes did not play great. He was not super alien Mahomes that we have been used to seeing this entire season. But do you know what he is? Super Bowl MVP, Super Bowl champion Patrick Mahomes. And you know what that means? Former Virginia Tech Hokie Kendall Fuller also just became former Virginia Tech Hokie and Super Bowl champion Kendall Fuller. Two of the biggest plays on defense made by the former Hokie, Kendall Fuller. So you could say it was Mahomes on one side, Fuller on the other, if you really wanted to break it down. Mahomes leads three touchdown drives in the fourth quarter to complete the comeback Uh, For Andy Reid and the Kansas City Chiefs, Kendall Fuller not only gets a huge pass breakup, uh, also gets an interception with about a minute left to end the game to essentially seal it for the Kansas City Chiefs. On the other side of the ball, the San Francisco 49ers, more importantly their coach Kyle Shanahan, might start getting a smooth case of the yips. He has now been a part of the only two 
excuse me, two of the only three double-digit post-third quarter leads that did not end up in a Super Bowl championship. That's right. Only three times in the history of the Super Bowl has a team had a double-digit lead in the fourth quarter and lost. And, of course, two of them come with Kyle Shanahan calling the plays. Uh, this is just me being uh, maybe petty, but it's my personal feelings right now. It turns out the Tom Brady tweet of him with the silhouette walking in to the, 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 the stadium, turns out that was all part of a Hulu ad. And here's the only thing I have to say about that. I hated the move when I thought it was just Tom Brady being selfish. Now that I find out it was all to get paid for an advertisement and he wasn't just being selfish, he was also being greedy – I'm all the way out on Tom Brady. He's the greatest quarterback to ever live. Okay, sure, whatever. But he is not someone I'd want to share a beer with down at a bar on Main Street. So I'm all out on Tom Brady. Moving along. Virginia Tech Hokies, uh, the, their basketball team faced Florida State over the weekend in Blacksburg. Lost to a, a top 10 ranked Florida State team. I'll put it this way. Virginia Tech was overmatched in size. They were overmatched in experience. They were overmatched in depth. They were overmatched in so many things that lead to wins in college basketball. And on top of that, they shot 23% from three. The Hokies did. When the Hokies are playing one of those teams, right, one of those top 10 teams, one of those big bad bullies on the block that are going to be on their schedule because of the conference that they play in, their slingshot, right, the, their way that the underdog wins is through the three-point shot. They made 23%. That's not going to get it done. However, there is a bright side to this. Jalen Cohn took just two threes, and he made one of them. I'm starting to think the Hokies may need to readjust their shot distribution. When someone like P.J. Horn is going 0 for 6 from 3, and Jalen Cohn is going 1 for 2 and is one of the best shooters in the entire country, I think you should start getting Cohn more shots and maybe Horn a few less. Uh, looking at uh, one of the craziest stories in sports, on a weekend that has the Super Bowl, on a weekend that has a hockey game, on a weekend that has uh, Hall of Fame announcements, Dejon Giroux of Houston, University of Houston, was ejected from their game against Cincinnati. Forget this, biting a Cincinnati player. In a scrum for a loose ball, he saw a Cincinnati player's calf and thought that looks tasty and bit on down was uh, eventually ejected after video as well as teeth marks on the opposing player's legs led the referees to believe that the bite was intentional. Earlier this week, I said, or excuse me, earlier last week, I said that we have to control the NBA because when they fight, it leads directly to fights at the college, high school, and youth level. I don't know where you learned this one. You didn't, you didn't get this one. You didn't get the bite from watching the NBA. So it is completely, completely up in the air. And lastly, what is college basketball? What is NBA? What is the NHL doing? Tonight is the most valuable real estate in sports. Every football fan is looking for something new to watch, and there are no, I repeat, no premier NBA games, zippy, interesting college basketball games, and no NHL games. I should clarify, there are NHL games. There's no interesting NHL games. Just got cut off there by the buzzer at the end of Gotcha Covered. Uh, so there are NHL games, just, you know, none of interest. So, I mean, you're not the biggest hockey guy anyway, though. No, but, and, and we're going to talk about this later in the show, today is a day where NHL might be able to get me. Football ended yesterday. 
I got a lot of free time that's that's just opened up in my schedule, right? Just like so many other fans. Over the last, whatever it is, six months, we've been spending a ridiculous amount of time on football, and now all of that time in my calendar, it just got opened up. If the NHL was going to snag it, tonight would have been the night, but instead they, they have no premier games. They have three games, the best being a number three versus number four matchup in the Eastern Conference between – uh, I believe it is the Maple Leafs and the Panthers, which is which is, it's not going to get it done. It's not. We'll, we'll talk about it, but they needed to have number one versus number two available today. Uh, the reason being because the Super Bowl took place yesterday. So let's look at that Super Bowl. Uh, Kansas City thirty-one, San Francisco twenty. Um, here's the <laughs> here's the thing. I have to to. I'm going to be honest, right? Part of me wants to be dishonest, but I'm going to be honest. Uh, I predicted that this game would be 34-21 Kansas City. It ended up 31-20 Kansas City. So so I could sit here and say I saw how this was going to break down. I knew what the game flow was going to be. I didn't. I got, I got to come clean. This game did not play out how I expected it to play out. Patrick Mahomes, who I, I've been praising as an alien since week one of this year, uh, battling back from injury, his arm talent, his play over the last couple of, of games in the playoffs, I've been calling him an alien. And for a large part of, of the pregame leading up to the Super Bowl, my, my thought processes centered around the fact that I didn't think San Francisco was going to be able to stop Patrick Mahomes. I thought they would play zone and they would uh, run pass option, RPO them to death until they played man. And then once they played man, it would be Tyreek Hill, Nicole Hardman, and Sammy Watkins running by defenders all day, every day, uh, and the offense would look smooth. And, and that's not what happened in the least. Not what happened at all. Through 3.25 quarters, three quarters and a quarter of the fourth quarter, 3.25 quarters, Patrick Mahomes looked, dare I say, human. He wasn't an alien for three, 3.25 quarters, right? He looked like every other quarterback out there. And that is something that I did not see coming. And it's a credit to... to the 49ers defense, and it's a credit to, to Bosa and Bunkner, and it's a credit to Sherman, it's a, it's a credit to Tart, it's a credit to how good they play defensively. And, and to me, it actually makes it more impressive that Kansas City still ended up with a double-digit victory because, because San Francisco proved that what San Francisco can do works against the Chiefs. Right, their defense that bottled up teams all year worked against the Chiefs, and the Chiefs still found a way to win. It tells me this, and and you know what? It's it's going to make me feel pretty good. Uh, it tells me that that Patrick Mahomes has a bit of Tom Brady in him. He has a bit of of the the uncontrollable winner in him, right? Because uh, any quarterback. And and I'll say this about Jimmy G. I'll say this about Lamar. I'll say this about the all-time greats that were gathered on on, on the field pregame as part of the the NFL 100 team, the Dan Reno's, the Brett Favre's, the Joe Montana's. Anyone can win a game when when they're on fire, 
right? Anyone can win a game where they wake up in the morning and everything's breaking their way. There's a bird singing a sweet song right outside their window. They turn on the water and it's already hot in the shower. Like anyone can can win when everything's going right, but it takes that special, that Joe Montana, that Tom Brady, that Terry Bradshaw, right? It takes a special type of quarterback to win a game where they wake up and they step off their bed and there's a chew toy from the dog there that stubs their toe and uh, it's raining outside and the hot water's out and you ran out of milk after you already pulled your poured your cereal. It takes a special player to win that anyway. And, and Kansas City and Patrick Mahomes were able to do that. They were down at least 10 in every playoff game they played. They were down 24 to Houston. They were down 10 to Tennessee, and they were down 10 to San Francisco, and they won all of those games. Not how I saw it happening, not how I expected it to happen, but tremendously impressive nonetheless. Doing enough to win might be the most underrated thing in sports. Doing enough, not a ton, but doing just enough to win might be the most underrated thing in sports. If you look at Tom Brady, the reason why the, the Patriots dynasty is so impressive, the reason why we care about him posting cryptic tweets is because he's won so many close Super Bowls. Right? Because we don't think of them as close Super Bowls. We just think of them as rings. Patrick Mahomes got a ring last night. He got a ring last night. Right, Ten years from now, we're not going to be saying, yeah, but he really stunk for first three and a half quarters. We're not going to be saying that. We're going, yeah, he got that first ring in his second year as a starter. Just like we don't go back and read the statistics from Tom Brady's first couple of runs through the playoffs. Because I'll tell you this, they weren't that impressive. Let's go ahead and take a quick break here. When we come back, let's look at the two coaches. Andy Reid getting the monkey off his back. Shanahan turning the monkey into a gorilla on his shoulders. Stick around. He can't change the rules, but he has a microphone. Tim Donnelly is the sports dictator. More of the Tim Donnelly Show next on WRAD. Welcome back into the Tim Donnelly Show on the talk of the New River Valley, WRAD 101.7, 103.5, and 1460 AM. Last night, we saw a Super Bowl victory for the big guy, Big Red. You want to know something super cool, too? You know, it was, uh, it was Groundhog Day as well, and I saw some kind of post thing on Facebook that the date was a palindrome, so it was like 0202020, like both forwards and backwards, which is pretty awesome. I love little things like that. Just throwing that out there. Okay. I'm, um, yeah. So, so that was I'm yesterday. Um, when, when's the next one? 30, maybe? 02-12-2021? Oh. Or 12 2021 Yeah, 12-02-2021. I have no idea. We'll figure it out, maybe. Um, <laughs> well, you're going to take me down the palindrome route. We're going we're gonna <laughs> to go all the way through the tunnel. Um, Super Bowl last night. Andy Reid wins. 20 years as a, as a head coach in the NFL. Second trip to the Super Bowl. Numerous trips to, to the uh, conference championship game, both with the Eagles and with the uh, Kansas City Chiefs. He, he got what is a, a monkey off of his back, right? 
Um, there's a great sideline like NFL films clip of Steve Young when Steve Young is winning his his uh, Super Bowl as a starting quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers, where he literally um, has has his fa- or his teammates pretend to grab the monkey off of his back because obviously people have been been saying you know he's not as good as Joe Montana his entire career he'll never win a Super Bowl like Joe Montana the quarterback he replaced in, in San Francisco and as you know the clock was winding down one of his teammates you know physically you know put his hands on his back and acted like he was taking the monkey off his back and it felt like last night was a similar thing for Andy Reid right it felt like Eric Bieniemy or or Patrick Mahomes someone should have walked up to the big guy and grabbed the the weight that had been on his shoulders for over a decade and ripped it off, right? This is a guy who who has multiple of his assistants, right? John Harbaugh was one of his assistants. He's won a Super Bowl in Baltimore. Uh, Doug Peterson was one of his assistants. He's won a Super Bowl in Philly, right? He's had to watch his protégés go on to live his dream, and last night he got to live it himself. And And I love that he was him till the end. Right, he was joking. He was joking about it after that he was gonna gonna go get himself a dub- double cheeseburger with extra cheese. I was wondering if he actually said something like that again. He said extra cheese this time. He's gonna get himself some extra cheese for winning the Super Bowl. It was just a cheeseburger after the AFC Championship. It was a double cheeseburger with extra cheese after winning the Super Bowl. So, so his life, right? The when when he closes his eyes at night to go to sleep, finally he won't see. Uh, you know, the the last time he was in the Super Bowl with the Eagles and they lost to the Patriots, right? He won't see some of the collapses in time management that he's had in the playoffs. He'll probably sleep, or he probably is currently sleeping better. Probably got to sleep like an hour ago after celebrating all night. Uh, he's probably sleeping as well as he has slept in 30 years. And that's pretty awesome. Kyle Shanahan, on the other hand, head coach of the, the 49ers, he might never sleep well ever again. Twice. He's the primary offensive play caller, by the way. Twice he had a 10-point, at least, a double-digit, at least, lead in the second half of the Super Bowl. He lost both both games. I I said this on Twitter the other day. Um, Most guys that don't go on to play in Super Bowls, right, like most athletes, high school, college, whatever, uh, even a lot of NFL players, they don't know when they're playing in the biggest game of their career. Right? They don't know until they look back and go, oh, yeah, I guess that was the biggest game of my career. Right. Everyone in the Super Bowl knows as it is happening that it is the biggest game of their career. Right. There's no doubt. You might be able to equal it, but you'll never better it. Kyle Shanahan, when he is coaching in the biggest game of his career, which has now happened twice, gets real tight when the game's on the line. And, and he is going to have to live with that until if and when – he and, and his team can get back to a Super Bowl and win it. Man, could you imagine having that? Like, I, I'm, I'm telling crazy. you right now. He is, he is, right now, he is in his, uh, uh, wherever he is. If he's trying to fall asleep, he is staring at the ceiling because eyes wide open because every time he closes them, the back of his eyelids look like the, the clock winding down and the other team's score closing in on his. Just watching a scoreboard. And then and, and the other team's number keeps going up and up and up and up, and his keeps staying the same because it's now happened twice. 
and he's handled it with with grace and with, with some class. But I'm telling you right now, he is a tormented head football coach. And it'll be motivation, and it'll be this, that, and the other, but he is a tormented football coach uh, right now on uh, wherever he is. Let's go ahead and take a break. When we come back, well, let's do a little Monday morning quarterback following the Super Bowl. That's next right here, Tim Donnelly Show. Tim Donnelly Show, Talk of the New River Valley, WRAD, 101.7, 1460 AM. Here's the deal, everybody. Valentine's Day sneaking up on you. And and it sneaks up on you every year, doesn't it? Um, It it 100% sneaks up on you. uh, And that's where we are here to help. You know, we don't want you to have to spend an entire paycheck on a a Valentine's Day experience for you and your loved one. We would rather have you win it. That's where Valentine's in the Valley comes up. Uh, Win the ultimate Valentine's Day. Treat that special someone in your life this Valentine's Day to an awesome prize package. You can register to win a Pandora Valentine's necklace from P.R. Sturgill Fine Jewelry in Radford, dinner at Preston's on the River Course, which, delicious, uh, makeover at Inside Out Salon in Christiansburg, golf for four at the Pete Dye River Course, including cart and greens fees, treats from the Blue Ridge Fudge Lady Shop in Pulaski. I mean, th- there's a little bit of something for everybody, right? There's golf, there's jewelry, there's food, there's a salon, and of course, there's fudge. Uh, to register for Valentine's in the Valley, simply sign up online at WRADradio.com. We'll simply sign up online at WRADradio.com by February 9th. That is six days from now, February 9th at midnight, and you could win the ultimate Valentine's Day prize pack from the WRAD Talk Network. Uh, You just go on to WRADradio.com to register. And here's the deal. At least I won't. I mean, we'll we'll probably announce the winner on air, right, Which, which I think is fair. But we won't track down your significant other and tell them that you won it. You know what that means? You get the, you can say you bought. Play all it off of this like yourself. you paid for it. Play it off like you paid for it, and uh, and and then you're you're home free. We're your uh, your wing station. So we'll, we'll, here's what we'll do. We'll uh, if if you win it off WRAD, uh, we will we will notify you of when we're going to say it on air. Okay. And you just have to make sure that, that your significant other is not listening at that point. You know, pretend like the radio broke. Yeah, just conveniently unplug it. Yeah, <laughs> just for that. And then, and then sell it. Sell it as your own. We, we want you to have the credit on Valentine. Put it in the bank. Take those points to the bank. Uh, so that's going on with Valentine's in the Valley. Check it out, WRADradio.com. We're also on a podcast, though, too, so you might want to keep them from downloading the podcast as well. If they are podcast <laughs> listeners, just you know, unplug the Wi-Fi. We'll, we'll, just, just, yeah, we'll just let you know, and then you can you can defend it as you see fit. <laughs> um, Monday morning quarterback, we do it every Monday. Today's going to be a fun one. It's time to talk about what he should have done. Tim Donnelly is the Monday morning quarterback. Correct. Correct. Uh, here's the deal. Um, I've got two. First of all, my first goes to Fox, right? They, they produced the, the Super Bowl. They were the cover, uh, the, the coverage, uh, they had, they had the Super Bowl on, on their network. They needed a hand up guy. 
because Super Bowl is the biggest television event in our country, right? You are going to have the most eyeballs on your network uh, than, than any other, than any other. Not the Oscars, not the NBA Finals. Like, it's the Super Bowl. We call other things that are awesome the Super Bowl of blah, blah, blah. Right? When it's going to be the biggest, flashiest event, we say it's the Super Bowl of... The cornhole or whatever. Of cornhole or of movies. The, the Oscars is the Super Bowl of the film industry. Right? It's, it's the Super Bowl of... So if you're Fox, you have to think we get to promote whatever we want to the most people we could possibly promote, right? We can run commercials for whatever we want to the most people that we could possibly promote to. And guess what they chose to promote? Was it the 911 show? No, no, no. I no, saw no, quite no. a few for the that I don't know. It wasn't their new hits. It wasn't Prodigal Son. It wasn't Empire. It wasn't The Resident. It wasn't Not Just Me. It wasn't the fact that they carry WWE SmackDown Live. It wasn't their college football. It wasn't The Simpsons. Family Guy. Do you know what it was? What was it? Some show about building Legos and The Masked Singer. Almost every single commercial break, you had full-grown adults getting mad at each other over building Legos and full-grown adult celebrities dressed up in ridiculous costumes singing covers of, of mediocre music. Oh, wow. I've seen, like, the Lego ad. Honestly, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of that guy. I think it looks kind of cool, but... It was all over the Super yeah. Bowl. <laughs> building Legos. You know what they should do, though? Like, to sabotage the other team, they should throw Legos into the floor so if they, like, step on it or something. My niece is almost I, two. I think it's I'm cool. looking forward to when she can build Legos. Maybe she'll be a Lego master. Lego master. And, and, like, it seemed like it was in and out of every commercial break. Fox was like, thank goodness we have 110 million people watching this. Let's force feed them the Lego show and this ridiculous show about celebrities singing karaoke. The mass singer is like incredibly creepy too. Like it makes I, I was I, like you you got to do better than that. Yeah, like if that's what our society is is craving uh, on a most most broad scale, right? Because you'd think they would be promoting the most broad thing because the Super Bowl attracts kids, adults, elderly men, women, East Coast, West Coast, Midwest, South, North. Like they attract everybody, right? Uh, high spending, low spending, poverty level, uh, rich, like everything. Yeah. So so you'd think they would be promoting the stuff that they think, and my guess is Fox has, has done at least a, 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 you know, a study group or two, a focus group or two, the stuff that would uh, apply to the m widest net of, of people. And they came up with the Lego show and the karaoke show. I mean, for some people, for some reason, a lot of people like the Masked Singer. So I guess, in a sense, I can understand that one. Oh, the Lego I, one is is a little bit out there. They needed the a hand up guy to be like, can can we just promote something a little bit better? What would you have promoted? Any, I would have probably done done SmackDown. I would have done college football. I would have done. Uh, they have new series. I'm looking it up on Deadline right now. Uh, they have Bless the Hearts, Duncanville, Outmatched. I don't. I don't I mean I don't watch much TV, but uh, not just me from the creator of 
Friday Night Lights and Parenthood, Prodigal Son. So at least like switch them up, like rotate them out. Or something that's not as cheesy. At least pretend. Here's what I want them to do. Just pretend like the people that are watching are smart. Right? Just make us think that you th- you think we're smart. That's all I'm looking for. Yeah, I mean. Okay, you, and that's not even my real Monday morning quarterback. That was just me ranting on something that annoyed me. Well, I was just going to say, like, you're talking about, you know, looking for something to fill the fill the uh, void for football. I don't think that's going to do it. No, I will not be. <laughs> I, I will not suddenly be be betting paychecks on who the mass singer is. Which, by the way, this morning I looked it up because I, I wanted for this segment. I wanted to be prepared. It was Lil Wayne and and his performance. If you couldn't guess that was Lil Wayne, you're the dumbest person on the planet. Did he sing Lil Wayne? No, he sang another song like Lil Wayne. He might as well have been singing like one of his own songs. Oh my gosh, we're so surprised it was Lil Wayne. Did you not hear him? The third lyric to the song might as well have been, by the way, my name is Lil Wayne. Like what is good? You had the Super Bowl and that's what you chose to promote. Lil Wayne dressed as a robot, not masking his voice at all, and everyone pretending like they were surprised that it was him. It was the Super Bowl. He's going to fight for your right to play ball. More of the Tim Donnelly Show is coming your way next on WRAD.